Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hello again, everyone. I'm Darren Javag, uh, host of Clean Break, the podcast. And uh, thank you all for joining us today. We're going to shake things up a little bit on the show. We're going to be bringing some people on that you normally wouldn't think about when you think about divorce. Uh, divorce is a serious topic, but you know what? If we don't have a little bit of fun with our lives, uh, it makes for not going insane. Right, Tina? Right, exactly. So I got our host, uh, our co- our, my co-host here today with us today, uh, Tina Murray, and she is going to tell us what's going on. Hi, thanks, Darren. Uh, yeah, this, today we have... Uh, Daniela Pluvati, she, did I say that right? Yes, yes. Close enough. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> On the show, she is a professional stager, color consultant, and interior decorator. Um, you've been in business just a couple of years, so you're, you're still probably excited and ambitious, and so tell us a little bit about yourself. Right, well, thank you both Darren and Tina for having me on the, on the show. Um, yeah, I've been in business for two years, um, but we started as a couple renovating our own homes, personal homes, and selling them for profit. Mm -hmm. So that was back in the year we started in 2007. So, um, initially, you know, when we wanted to maximize our home's equity, back in 2007, I decided to get in a professional Mm -hmm. stager. Um, to come in and give me some advice on what to do for our property so that it looked its best um, when it came time to selling. And we never looked back. So Hmm. we flipped one home and then another one became another one. And uh, we realized that there is a process that you can do and that you can undertake for um, your best return on on your property. So it just sort of snowballed and then I decided to um, at one point leave my career as a dental hygienist and get into staging and of course with staging came color consulting and design work and that's what I started doing. Something that you don't really think about, you know, like I mean I know you probably work with real estate agents as well, as well as as, as directly with homeowners and stuff, right? But right. That's something that you don't really think about, right? Because when you when you see pictures, you don't really put a lot of mo- a mental thought about how much went into making that picture the perfect, what as, as perfect as it could be, right? Right. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely, Darren. There's um, a lot that um, goes into you know selling a home, mm-hmm. and just like professional photography is one aspect, and marketing is another one. Well, having a professional stager come in is also another aspect that not everybody recognizes, um, but is certainly there um, to to help mm-hmm. you know target the right buyers um, for your property. Yeah. So. Um, for us, it just it was always a no-brainer to, to have somebody come in and uh, yeah, so stage it. So what what goes into um, advising a a client? Like what goes into the process? I guess right. Well, we start off with a consult. So we come in and a consult, you know, can last anywhere between an hour and two. And at that point, we look at the condition of the home and we look at the wall colors because. There have been studies that have proven that the wrong color can actually distract 
um, buyers coming to see a property. Mm -hmm. um, oh. So we have stage safe colors that we work with, but you know we're very knowledgeable about choosing colors that um, that uh, that are right for the home's fixed finishes. Mm -hmm. Let's say so. Um, we do that, and then we actually, from that, if you want, we actually do the, the hands-on staging. So mm -hmm. we may bring in furniture to oh. accentuate maybe a focal point of the home or um, accessories, you know, if we find that a home needs that. Um, and that sort of in a nutshell is what we do. So there's two parts to it, but we always start off with a consult. Hmm. Sounds very strategic, you know, like I, I, it's funny because I think a lot of people don't put enough onus on staging, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, uh, when, when you go to look at a house, uh, I know back in the day, I've looked at many houses and you could tell the ones that they took the time or had someone stage it because you walk in and, and it's cluttered or, you know, uh, you walk in and, uh, the furniture doesn't really go with the, the back, the paint on the wall and, mm -hmm. you, and it kind of like you're, you want to like the house, but you're almost forcing yourself to when you walk in because you're like, ah, and it leaves a lasting impression. Even though paint is changeable, right? Yeah, and I, I think that you hear that a lot from people, you know, or, you know, you watch these TV shows. I'm like watching the HGTV <laughs> shows and, and um, you, you know, oh, that color is terrible. And, and I think of my mom's house. We, we used to call my mom's house the house of many colors. Right. Because they would have orange in their bedroom because that's my mom's <laughs> favorite color. And like this... Rose, I love you, mom. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, mint in this room and, and this and rose in this room. And, and it was just like, oh, my goodness. But that's what I like. <laughs> right. But other people don't. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know, so she is going more neutral knowing that, you know, maybe the time will come. But realistically, it's paint. Mm -hmm. Right. It is paint. And you're right. Um, you know, many people... Or many clients paint their homes sort of the colors that they they like themselves mm -hmm. but um, but potential buyers right now are a lot younger than sellers at the moment um, and so you know we have that target market that we need to showcase the house for and people you know start their search online um, visually with photos so mm -hmm. you really need those photos I think to to stand out to, you know, um, the millennials that are coming in and buying and younger people that are buying. Um, I think it's important. So, yeah, we're always focusing on, you know, what buyers would want to see in a property. Mm -hmm. So, and That's yeah. a good point. That's, mm -hmm. I know. And the other thing, too, is it's how long... I always thought about... Uh, one of um, uh, my real estate agent friends actually said to me one time when she was telling me about working with a stager, and she said, you know, everything you do is an investment in trying to sell your property. So obviously using a stager is is like you're trying to get a return on your investment. So if you can get more money for your house because you're working with somebody that can help you sell the house faster, mm -hmm. right? Or get more buyers looking at it, mm -hmm. then it's a good investment, right? right? So it's not it's it goes along with, you know, like fixing some things in the house that the buyer would want you to fix the same kind of thing you're investing in the house to make sure it either sells quickly or you're going to sit on it for a long period of time so the, i guess one of the questions i have is you know obviously there's a cost to it right um does the cost does the potential increase in value or re 
return right. on your investment? Is it is it great? Is it better? If it you is. Stage? It's usually a hundred percent. So um, yeah. now that's always for properties that have uh, you know structural defects because once you get into anything that's structurally not sound, mm-hmm. um, you know, then it really you need to look at those structural issues right Mm -hmm. so but if the home is structurally safe and you you do a consult and you stage your home you typically typically get all of your your cost back Mm -hmm. so it's a great investment and uh clients you know that i've worked with sort of in the two years um have always gotten their return back um so uh so uh, you know somebody who is going this is a divorce podcast right so some of the some clients maybe potentially that are out there that are you know having to sell their home because they're going through a divorce sometimes it's hard to get beyond that I just have to sell my house right is there any advice you would give them you know in order to maybe they can't afford it because costs you know are there right when you're when you're dividing a family up into two and now you have two homes to maintain and um is there any sort of little tidbits of information you can give to a, a client that... Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, our homes are typically our biggest um, investments. So I I typically, you know, tell clients that it's it's really worth trying to find the money to have a professional stager come in and give you that consult so that you can maximize your home's equity. Um, you know, our, a lot of our funds, monies are into going to our home. So why not try to get the most out of it? Especially if you're in a situation where you're in a divorce mm-hmm. and you need those funds. Mm-hmm. So um, Well, I would say I would see it as like if the if the house is appealing, then the, and and more more appealing than than just doing it yourself kind of thing and you're making it more appealing to a mass or a bigger audience. I would think like it, you'd want people bidding on it, right? Because mm-hmm. if you get multiple mm-hmm. people bidding on the property, then that's going to drive up the price, right? Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, uh, what is an actual what's the, what's a typical stager cost? Right. Person? So because <clears throat> staging is an unregulated industry, mm-hmm. you have various costs right now in the industry. So I have my designation as a certified Canadian stager. Mm-hmm. Um, so under the Real Estate Staging Association. Um, of Canada, of North America, we, you know, they recognize that having this designation means that, you know, you're qualified in doing your job and you have insurance when you're actually staging and coming into somebody's home. So you're looking at about 165 for just a walkthrough, a verbal walkthrough, um, something a little bit more where maybe you take notes and offer a color consult, you're looking at 250 mm-hmm. um, And those are, you know, regular rates um, sort of across Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then staging, that's something separate, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. we stage per square foot of your home. So if you only need a couple of rooms, then that's what we quote you for. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so you provide uh, the furniture and stuff we like do, that too, yeah, right? We do, yeah, accessories and furniture if we find um, a property needs it. So so do, do houses show, you know, we talk, well, actually had this conversation a couple days ago when we were preparing for the show, and, um, you know, Darren made a comment about, you know, walking into a house that's empty versus mm-hmm. a house that has stuff in it, right? So, right. Uh, 
historically do houses that are staged versus empty sell better? Or? Yes, historically they do. Now, you know, we know that in Ottawa right now, maybe not so much Kentville, there's, there's uh, not enough on the market, right? Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's just not enough properties, right? Mm -hmm. um, but historically they do, you know, and, you know, that's why big builders showcase their models and mm -hmm. visually it's, it's just nicer to see a home that's not vacant you know buyers can come in and visualize where they you know where they sit or there they might put their dining room table mm -hmm. so um, well in rooms look bigger or smaller depending on whether there's furniture or not right mm -hmm. like you know you you look at a house uh, on paper versus a, a house like sometimes you go into new constructions and the walls are just up that you go you have no concept of how big or small that room is right yeah. That's but true. yeah, so and, and that's why when, you know, big companies have their model homes, they will stage them so that buyers can walk through them and sort of have a better understanding of the size of the room with the furniture pieces in them. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to achieve with staging a vacant property. Mm -hmm. it, must, uh, it must be costly as a business owner like yourself just to be able to have to store all that stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's part, I, of the, part of the reason why you're charging for it, right? So. Yes. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I use a third party for my larger pieces um, and sort of depending on what the target buyer is, I stage accordingly. So, right. you know, a condo unit maybe in Westboro has a different feel than maybe something in Smith Falls, let's say, or Kentville, mm -hmm. right? Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, I guess my house is clearly a very country home, and yours, even though you're in the country, is not a country home. True. It's more of a an executive home, I would think. And, oh. Well, it is. <laughs> I, I, find it, I, I like to call it a Cape Cod style house. Right. Yeah. But, but, what you would stage in my home would be completely different than what you might stage in your oh, yeah. home because yeah. mine is literally a country home. Right, <laughs> you know? right, yeah. And so those things you have to take into consideration. We do. And colors, like, is it is it safe to say more neutral colors across the board? It is when we're when we're uh, staging. So I offer color consults for staging, and I offer color consults just for clients who want. Uh, color choices to live. So um, I work with a couple of companies, Benjamin Moore, Sherwin Williams, and in Ottawa. But uh, I do color consults, and uh, you know I love doing them. Mm -hmm. They're fun because you I can actually use color that I normally wouldn't use for staging. So it's another sort of part of my business that I do, um, and that I love. It's true yeah. though, like colors do enlist uh, certain emotions. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they. I know the um, the government, or not the government, but the uh, some uh, uh, what do you call it? The prison systems. Mm. They use colors to calm inmates and stuff like that, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, well, they do that. They <laughs> keep people calm, right? And I thought, does it really have that much of an impact, right? And uh, I remember I remember reading something one time. They were saying this about about like like um, really intense colors. Right. Elicit people to feel anxiety, right? right. So yeah. I totally, I agree I with that. My husband totally totally works in a jail, so I'm going to ask right. him, ask him about <laughs> that. What color I think it's, it's blues and grays. I believe it is is what calms well, right. people. He does work in the oldest uh, operational jail in oh, North America okay. right now, so I'm pretty sure it's like. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it matters. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I don't think it matters what color things are. Anyway, that's another story. So one other question, because we are kind of coming towards the end of our time. Right. Um, clutter. Yes. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk a little bit about clutter. 
And also, let's go further than sure that. I've actually heard people say that you shouldn't have personal pictures on the walls. So you shouldn't have family pictures. Yes, I mean, I, you know, you shouldn't. You, you know, you should, um, you should remove as many personal belongings, like personal pictures as you can. Um, but certainly if you have a picture here or there, you know, I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and clutter is, is, you know, something that uh, clients have to tackle sort of all the time if they're selling, right? Mm-hmm. We, normally we just accumulate more than we need. So um, it's, it's something that has to be tackled for sure before you're selling. Mm-hmm. And pets? Pets, um, well, uh, you know, any real estate agent will tell you that it's best to keep pets pets out during uh, an open house and to neutralize any orders uh, in the home before showing the home. Mm. But, uh, yeah, for sure, you Mm. have to be aware of of, um, pet odor and pet uh, memorabilia sort of floating around the home and... That kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Do you like? Do you do like before and afters? Like, do you have a website? Yeah, I'm curious. I do have a website. Yeah. yeah. Do you do before and afters? I do. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah. Obviously, okay. the, yeah, that's the awesome. homeowners would have to give you permission to do <laughs> yeah. that. It's yeah. what I look like before and afters. Yes, yeah, some homeowners, not all. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but yeah. You must see a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. yeah. Got any stories? You got something? I, not that I can share. Darn <laughs> 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 it! When we go off air, we'll, we, we'll we've ask had a few. Some of the real estate agents have, have actually mm-hmm. shared some stories yeah. that kind of raised our eyebrows a little bit. Yeah, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, anyway, good. tell us, uh, tell our listeners and our audience how they can get a hold of you, and um, yeah, yeah. So the best way is probably just uh, through phone, and uh, my number is six one three eight seven eight three one two five. And uh, I'm offering uh, staging, color consults, and uh, design work here in Kentville. So okay. I've been happy. It's been actually busy in Kentville for me. So awesome. it's, it's good. Do you yeah. work in the city of Ottawa? I do. do. Okay. I do. I've been doing more design, little design projects in Kentville. Okay. Um, more than staging. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's great. Have you ever, sorry, have you ever thought about, can you do, could you do it remotely? Like if somebody took pictures of their house, could they... Right talk to you over the over email or something like that and say yeah. look this is my house and yeah can, i'll just pay you to you know what i mean like that would be an interesting way to remotely kind of help people out. yeah i've had a few clients that have rental properties actually in ottawa mm-hmm. maybe not the exact same thing that you're talking about darren but um you know we work closely to um stage their rental properties in ottawa for mm-hmm. them and uh but yeah yeah great make it happen yeah all right, and your website <clears throat> is? Um, <clears throat> it's Daniela dot, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We'll put it on the Divorce Net yeah. website. We'll, it's all good. We'll, no, it's okay. good. <laughs> it's like, what's your phone number? I don't know. I never call myself. <laughs> I'll have to. Yeah, yeah you okay. get back to us on we'll, that we'll one. We'll, <laughs> we'll put it, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We'll put it in with the if podcast. If you Google Daniela Pluviati, it's, yep. it's there. And it's okay. P-L-U-V-I-A-T-I. Correct. And it's Daniela, one L and an A at the end. Correct. Awesome. Thank, thank you so you. much for coming Okay, today. thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Darren. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.